0: The podcast my name is james Gunn. once again by my co-host cody how you doing today cody
1: oh what up what up what up i'm good uh got my texas license st- stuff done today so i'm officially Whoa. a Texan. texan texan that's texan. the word yeah i don't like that because there's the actual nfl team called the texan and we're a uh, texans mm-hmm. and we're the steelers by the Lake podcast you're uh, one of them anyways i wore this to all the places i went today and i kept getting like trashed on it was fun I wore it to the courthouse here in the town that I live in. And then also the DPS, DPS, DSP, DPS. Um, so that was a good time. Um, but yeah, I'm good. James, how are you?
0: I'm good, man. A little bit, uh, a little tired. It was a long day at work, but nothing a little bang energy drink can't take care of. Nothing a little maw energy
1: drink can't take care of either. Make sure you check out Ma. I'll uh, some put a link somewhere, maybe. We'll see. Anyways. Uh, All right. We're here to talk Steelers news. We're not going to drag this out. This is the pregame stuff. It's nothing crazy. Uh, Steelers did sign running back Jason Huntley to the practice squad, and they released safety Scott Nelson from the practice squad. And then they went back around and signed uh, Josh Malone, wide receiver Josh Malone, to the practice squad as well. Um, So that's it there for Steelers roster moves. And then there's some injuries as well. Uh, James, do you want to go over the Steelers injuries? And then I'll go over the Dolphins.
0: Yeah, real quickly here, uh, Jason Huntley was previously on the practice squad and was uh, moved around this last week with all the injuries to the secondary. So it's a good sign with Scott Nelson being released. That means it's more likely that Mink is going to be ready to play and you're not going to need the extra safety. Uh, Also, wide receiver Josh Malone, uh, former 4.40 40-yard dash. So some speed with Josh Malone. Good size, too. I want to say he was like a 6'3", 280-pound guy. Good size. So uh, let's talk time. Steelers' injuries first. There's a lot going on, right? Uh, this is like the walking wounded. It's a long list going on right now. So is the uh, dolphins,
1: just so you know. Yeah,
0: so <laughs> is the dolphins, thank goodness. Uh first off, it's not on this list, but I'm gonna talk about it. The Marvin Liao posted on his Instagram that he'll be back soon. Uh also he was at the Steelers fashion show thing. Yep. Uh no crutches, not limping. Uh, So whatever the knee injury was uh, appears to be on the lesser side of significance. Uh, So I would expect him to be back after the minimum of four weeks. Uh, So there's that. Now, number one, Kenny Pickett. He is a full participant in in practice both uh, Wednesday and Thursday. Uh, Now, what I understand in this is that he was never officially – Diagnosed with a concussion, he was in the concussion protocol, correct, but never actually diagnosed with a concussion, which correct. is how he was able to be a full participant Wednesday and Thursday. Uh, so it seems as though he's finishing up the the protocol, uh, and looks very likely to start for us on Sunday versus the Dolphins. Yep. Uh, number two, Cameron Sutton with the hamstring, he was limited on Wednesday but upgraded to. Full on Thursday. So that gives us a chance of him being available versus the Dolphins, which would be incredible because we really need to get some of these corners back. Yep. Same story with Akella Witherspoon. Went from limited on Wednesday to full on Thursday. Phenomenal. So trending in the right direction there also. Um, Levi Wallace also coming back from a concussion, in the other corner. Yep. Uh, full participation both days. Uh, so that looks very promising for him to be ready as well james pierre has a hip injury was limited in practice both days uh so it looks like we might get the starting three back and then be down james pierre which is just the way that works these yep. days yeah uh, but if you get the other three back or even two of those three then i'm not so worried about. yeah because then anymore. you got arthur
1: Millette, josh jackson uh those guys yeah. are available so
0: yeah yeah so we're all right um Miles Jack was a full participant on Thursday with that ankle injury. Uh, he was only limited on Wednesday. So again, trending in the right direction. Uh, we were really hoping that that was something he could come back from, uh, cause he did play for a a significant amount of the game after injuring the ankle. Uh, and eventually it just got too painful for him to continue. So, uh, keep an eye on tomorrow's injury report. That's going to tell you a lot. If he's full again tomorrow, that's a great sign. And he's almost guaranteed to play on Sunday. Yep. Um, Past him, Mason Cole, uh, who has just been basically injured all season long. The poor guy's been playing hurt. Uh, went from limited to full, so he's probably going to play as well. Uh, Steven Sims, uh, unfortunately, was uh, did not participate on Thursday with the hamstring. Uh, same thing Wednesday, so I'm going to say that he's basically out. Uh so look for Gunner Gunner to get a chance to redeem himself in the return game and be ultra motivated to do so. Uh so I wouldn't be surprised if we get some real nice returns out of Gunner because he's gonna be fighting to keep his job. Uh we'll see how significant the hamstring injury is, uh, cause Calvin Austin the third has one more week where he can come off of the IR after being uh starting the process, the 21-day process, uh like a week and a half ago. Uh, so he doesn't have to come off this week, but he does uh, before the following game. Otherwise, he's done for the season. Yep. Uh Muth, full participant, uh, both days. Uh, I so need that for fantasy playing. football. Yeah. Let's go. We need that to get the season turned around, buddy. <laughs> I mean, hey, Gentry and
1: Gentry and Hayward did well last week, so we talked about that.
0: They did. They did. You know. So, uh, but I still think it's a significant upgrade with Fryer in there. Agreed. Yeah. Uh, so. Happy to see him trending in the right direction there. Uh, Also trending in the right direction, Chris Wormley with the ankle went from limited to full on Thursday. So it looks promising for him as well. Uh, Cameron Hayward did not practice on Thursday, but it's just a coach's decision uh, resting the player. So he he got a a, a day off. Uh, This would be commonly referred to by Mike Tomlin as a contusion to the birth certificate. Uh, so that would be the, the he's old. <laughs> <laughs> he's old. Yeah, I love that one. That's one of my favorite Tomlin right. There's the contusion to the birth certificate. Yeah. <laughs> uh, final guy on the injury list. Larry Oganjobi, who did not participate at all on Wednesday in practice, was a full participant on Thursday. Uh, so the Steelers really looking a lot healthier in a matter of one day.
1: Yeah. Uh, and obviously, TJ, watch still out.
0: Yep, TJ's still out, but he also posted on Instagram. Some I know that cool got pictures that of himself. People hype. People are talking. Uh, he's he's definitely coming back soon. Yeah. He's we'll, definitely coming uh, my back. My
1: guess, soon. my guess is uh either for the Eagles game or ob- obviously after the bye. After the bye, he'd be back yeah.
0: easy. I um, think it's the game after the bye. We'll see him, then he'll be as safe as he can be, really.
1: Yep. hundred percent Looking at the um the list of <laughs> Dolphins players, um uh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna try. So the the list is not organized. I'm gonna try to go through it and keep everything organized a little bit here. Uh, Offensive line specifically first. uh, Teron Armstead, one of their leading the the starting tackle, is uh, did not participate on Wednesday with a toe injury. Now they did not update their Thursday practices, so I don't know if any of these things have changed. But uh, offensive tackle Teron Armstead did Teron Armstead did not participate on Wednesday because of a toe injury. Greg Little. Offensive tackle had an Achilles injury but was full participation. However, Achilles injuries, especially with linemen, a lot of weight and a lot of movement on that could re-injure that depending on how long – I don't know how long he's been injured. Um,
0: going past – The list you have, Cody, does that have Thursday or is it just Wednesday? It's just Wednesday. Do you have Thursday? Okay. I'm sending you Thursday right now. i okay. got that. So That's
1: fine. I'll be a little bit updated. Um, So then also – Should be coming
0: through on your yep. – Right now.
1: I got it. Um so with that being said, on Thursday, he was limited practice. So that makes sense. Greg Little was also limited practice. So he went from full participation to limited participation. So that's interesting with that Achilles injury. Um after that, looking at you have a running back that didn't uh, was limited in practice, Raheem Mostert, with a knee injury, uh limited on Wednesday, full participation on Thursday. Uh, going down this list, a quarterback, Skylar Thompson. Again, this would only be a big deal if you didn't two was gonna play this game. I think I believe two is coming yeah. back. So he was limited participation. And I think Teddy's back too. Teddy is back too. So he was limited participation. Wide receiver Jalen Waddle was limited on Wednesday with a shoulder injury. Uh no, no injury update for um Thursday. <laughs> yeah, they don't even have them on Thursday. Happen, so that's okay. Uh. uh tight ends, two tight ends. Durham Smythe and Tanner Connor both uh one. Tanner was full participation with a knee injury. Uh, Dur- Durham was limited participation with a hamstring. Durham still limited. And, um, yeah, and Tanner was still full. Uh, then looking at the defensive side, you had defensive end. Um, <laughs> you have a lot of defensive ends. Emmanuel Ogba, <laughs> Christian Wilkins, and Zach Seiler, Sl- Sl- uh, all limited mm-hmm. participation with injuries. Uh, back hand and uh, another hand injury. All limited participation. All continued to be like limited participation, except for Emmanuel Agba, who did not participate with a back injury. Um, so that's good for us. You know, not good for him. We he's out anything. of there. Yeah, there's no
0: out- way he's playing.
1: Outside linebacker Melvin Ingram again. The uh, the birth certificate, more than likely, and they want him to be ready because this is again a team he played for recently. They want him to be ready. Um, defensive backs, cornerbacks. You have a couple of these guys. Keon Crosson did not participate on Wednesday. Cross and also did not participate on Thursday. He's a good corner for them. You also have Xavier uh, Howard resting for ages again with that. Uh, you also have Kadar Kohu. I believe that's how you pronounce his name. Limited participation with an oblique injury. He was still limited on Thursday. And then the last defensive back, Elijah Campbell, full participation with a foot injury. They did not list any update on that at all for Thursday, so I'm not sure what's happening there. And then last but not least, the linebackers. You have an outside, or we already talked about outside linebacker Melvin Ingram. We also have inside linebacker Jerome Baker. Limited participation with a hip injury. Baker, again, limited participation on Thursday with a hip injury. That's big for us because he is phenomenal middle linebacker uh, in the NFL. Very,
0: very rangy, too. Very rangy, good coverage, dude. Uh, real disruptive. So that's a big opportunity for Pat Fryermuth and for Najee. Uh, and anybody else playing in those positions, really? Yeah. Um, so, so
1: Pittsburgh is going up against the the Philadelphia, the Miami Dolphins. In case you forgot already, we've been talking about it. Um, we are going to go over our three keys to success. So James, you want me to go first or you to go first? Doesn't matter to me.
0: So, um You can go first. Do we want to talk the Dolphins roster real quick?
1: Yes. Yes. Excuse me. We can definitely do that. um Roster yeah. wise, looking down their depth chart. Off. Let's do offense first. Obviously. Um, Tua should be Tua. starting. Should be starting. I'm yeah. assuming he's going to be back. Um,
0: he's but, been cleared, so he's he should be fine. Uh, we'll see if he's shell shocked or not, though. Right, this could be a life changing thing, so he might be a little bit gun shy out there. Real important that you get pressure well, two, on him and, and make two him weeks in a row, two weeks in a
1: row. Not yeah. that we want to re injure him at all, but you got to apply. You, yeah. you can't stop playing football. Um, yeah, wide receivers yeah, are
0: don't. 100% clarification. We w- would love to see Tua never injured again the rest yes. of his career. Yes. No more concussions the rest of his life. That's what we would prefer. But put pressure on him and make him nervous.
1: Yep. Uh, Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddell, uh, Cedric Wilson Jr., Trent Sherfield, uh, all capable wide receivers. Very dangerous group there.
0: Speed for Speed. days is oh my one gosh, of the fastest yeah. wide receiver groups in the entire NFL. Very important that our uh, – dbs are on their p's and q's and not letting people deep on them
1: absolutely uh fullback or running backs excuse me you have raheem mostert chase edmonds that's a dangerous backfield because Miles gaskin's also there as well um so very dangerous mm. backfield there fullback alec ingold very good blocking fullback Miami's one of the better teams when it comes to using their fullback and having them block kind of jealous of that mike josecki tight end you all know him penn state boy uh, yeah. <laughs> good player we good, are very penn state Very good player. (laughs) And then their offensive line, minus the hurts, you know, Greg Little and Teron Armstead, the starting tackles, both being injured. Uh, Connor Williams, the center, Robert Hunt, and Liam Eichenberg at the guard positions. Uh, Interior line is very good, but the exterior or outside is hurt. So I didn't know
0: Eichenberg got moved inside the guard. Yep. He was a tackle prospect when he came up.
1: Yep. So uh, this is
0: There's a lack of length. This is a game for Alex Highsmith to go off. What are you talking about? I did about? not freeze. I know you didn't freeze. What? I didn't I know I, I did not freeze. If Liam Eichenberg got moved to guard due to a lack of length, which is usually the issue when a guy moves from tackle to guard, he's gonna be at left guard. Guess who he's going against all game? Cam Hayward. Cam Hayward gets another guy with short arms, baby. And and Alex Highsmith
1: is going up against no names. Literally, they don't have a second string left or right tackle listed
0: with both of their (laughs) tackles hurt.
1: So obviously they have someone to play those positions, but that's a big question mark moving
0: forward. I see Austin Jackson listed as a backup tackle. Okay. Uh, So... There's at least a guy with some pedigree. I feel like he was like a second round pick or something. If I remember. Yeah, right. I, th- I
1: think you're uh, right.
0: Well, you know what? But it's got an eye next to his name. So he's probably injured as well.
1: <laughs> uh, You want to yeah. go over defensive side of
0: the ball? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was a first round pick in 2020. <laughs> nice. uh, yeah. Defensive side of the ball. Let's go. So uh defensive line, they've got some pretty big names there uh, with Christian Wilkins, Zach Seiler, Emmanuel Ogba, Raquan Davis. Uh, A lot of high-pedigree guys, but if these names sound familiar, it's because Cody just listed half of those dudes on the injury list. Yes, I did. Uh, So definitely some impact there from the injuries on who's going to play. There might be some opportunities to take advantage of some of these backups, uh, maybe establish the run, get the run game going a little bit, which will open up the passing lanes uh, for our boy, Kenny Pickett, man. Hopefully he can really uh, blow up a little bit more again. Um, The linebacker unit. We've got Jerome Baker, of course. We talked about him being on the injury list. Melvin Ingram III and uh, Jalen Phillips. Uh, And then on the inside, we also have Elandon Roberts and Sam Aguavan, it looks like. Oguavan. Oguavan.
1: I don't know. That sounds good.
0: Yeah. So, uh, again, injury list. So, big, big, big if Jerome Baker is not able to go. Uh, the drop-off after him could be enormous. So uh, definitely looking very closely to see what's going on there. Uh, cornerbacks, the uh, top ones, are Xavier Howard and Noah Igbenagany. Yep. If I remember that correctly. Um, a lot of injuries in their secondary as well. Uh, Nick Needham I'm seeing as uh, an injured list. Uh, Cater that you were talking about, he was on the injured list. Xavier uh, so Howard, Keon Crossen was. Yeah. Yeah. So Howard was the age one the though. So. Too. Yeah. 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 So he'll play. Uh safeties. The starting strong safety, Brandon Jones with the backup of Eric Rowe, and then starting free safety, Javon Holland. Uh, which I believe he was a fairly high pick as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's what happens when you've been bad for a bunch of years. You end up with a lot of high draft picks on your team. Uh, and this team is drafted well. They started the season off really well and then they kind of tailed off and and it all kind of happened the same time as the Tua injury uh so you you gotta feel like they probably lost a little bit of momentum when that happened um but th- there's a real opportunity they haven't bounced back yet uh so if we can get them while they're still trying to bounce back uh maybe uh, you crank off a little win here get back to three and four and respectability in the division here we're yeah. only a game back right now.
1: Yeah, yeah. The division is still very close. Uh, all these teams, you know, Baltimore can't hold a lead uh, at the end of the game. They've literally, they've literally not led in the games that they lost for 14 seconds, which I think is hysterical. Um, <laughs> That's funny. So that is fun. Uh, so, and then obviously the special teams: Jason Sanders, the kicker; Thomas Morstead, the punter and placeholder. Uh, Morstead's a very capable punter. Expect them to be. Booming balls and putting us in bad field position. This is a game where Steven Sims and the return game needs to uh, you know, take off again. And then Blake Ferguson, long snapper, because they matter too. Raheem Mostert, Jalen Water, all the two, kick return, and punt return specialists. Excuse me, Tyree Kill's the punt return one. Um, so yeah, keys to success. My three keys to success. Number one is gonna be the big one. Don't get beat deep. You can't allow. You know the speeds there. You can't allow Tyree Kill, Jalen Waddle. You can't allow these guys to get past you. Even though I want Tyree Kill to go off this game, because I have him on my fantasy team, I want him not to no go off don't. this team because I also have the Steelers defense on my fantasy team. So this is a you bad week. To get
0: lots of yards, but no touchdowns. That's the key.
1: Sure, that's fine. That is great.
0: <laughs> that is phenomenal.
1: Um, and no fumbles for him. Everyone else on the team can fumble. I don't care. Um, except Raheem Moser. He's also a different fantasy team. What,
0: that what means, if he throws an interception on like an end around? If he does like. Oh, that'd be bad. Does that, that would count negative? Probably.
1: For him? I don't. I haven't looked okay. at the. I don't know how the league's set up. I'll have to check. Um, now, now you're stressing me out about stuff.
0: Anyways, the, <laughs> second,
1: yeah, the second key to success <laughs> is going to be winning the turnover battle. I'm using this one specifically because I want to see Minka come out of here. First time back in Miami with two picks. I think that would be awesome. Um, winning the turnover battle is just something that Pittsburgh in the past I realized we've Pittsburgh when they've been dominant in turnovers um, in years they win, past man. they win. Now it's, it's been a little different recently because we've been turning the ball over more on often on offense sometimes. But um, with that being said, that's my big number two and the number one, or I, I went three, two, one. No, I didn't. Cause the <laughs> not, not getting beat deep is still really big, but I think our offense needs to get going with Kenny in if Kenny's going to start, I want to see the same kind of energy that we saw when Mitch came in and, you know, went down and won us that game. You know, the energy when he ran the ball, the energy when he picked up three third and longs, Um, we need to see that consistency on offense. So I want to see the offense gelling. I want to see the offense getting moving. I want to see us putting up 30 points uh, Sunday night, man. It'd be fun. Be fun to see that happen.
0: Absolutely, man. Absolutely. I like those. Uh, a little different on my number one i already talked about it a little bit earlier in the show uh pressure tua his young quarterback coming off of a couple of concussions again we do not want to see him suffer any more concussions the rest of his life let alone his football career but pressure him make him nervous and make him run uh and see if you can force him into some mistakes i think that could make a big difference in the show uh, number two, take advantage of all these injuries on the defensive front and get the ball running, man, uh, with an established run game that will really help Kenny in that passing uh, offense out. Uh, so I think getting that run game going, establishing the run and in, in successfully moving the ball uh, will make a difference in this game. And my final one, uh, and maybe a little unorthodox here, but probably underrated is listen to anything that coach Flores tells you this week and on game day. That's fair. Nobody knows the Miami dolphins on this roster better than Brian Flores does. Uh, There's no doubt in my mind. He was instrumental in helping keep Tom Brady confused in that last game. Uh, And this man knows Tua. This man knows the Dolphins. He knows the offensive scheme being run. He knows the strengths and weaknesses of these players. Uh, And he's a defensive coach. He's going to know how to beat these guys on defense too. So it could be an explosive game for our offense uh, and a good one for the defense as well if we just listen to Coach Flores.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So again, we can't thank you guys for listening. Be sure to like and follow on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, And YouTube, subscribe and ring the bell. And until next time, this is your host, James and Cody, signing off. Peace.